Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 40th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 16th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Kenneth Fohas, who was most recently a senior associate planner at The Many. You know, Kenny, uh, Kenneth, what's up, ma'am? What's up? How are you doing? Doing well. Happy to, to have you here. Yeah, likewise. Likewise. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Maybe start off by just telling everyone how you're dealing with the pandemic, where you're quarantining and, you know, what you've been doing to keep busy the last few months. Yeah, well, so, I mean, during the quarantine, what, it's been months now, six months almost, um, been stuck, I mean, stuck in Los Angeles, California, uh, couldn't ask for a better place to be stuck in, to be honest. Um, you know, back in my parents' home, you know, all these memories flooding in, uh, hot weather, dealing with that. So that it's, it's been it's been great. I mean, um, kind of keeping myself busy, of course, too, with, with doing some small projects here and there. But but honestly, um, yeah, just been in California. Are the small projects personal projects or finding some freelance work? Yeah, so it's definitely more ad hoc. It's it's kind of a few projects here and there. One working with the LGBTQ centers of Los Angeles, kind of just helping out um, with some work there. You know, and more more donating my time in that respect, and really just kind of finding my groove back in the you know kind of finding my groove back in the industry. I think um, oftentimes that we kind of get so inundated with work that we forget why we're kind of in this industry and what's kind of fueling us. So I think this has been a great time to, in a way, disconnect you know, and, and, and work on projects that I felt that I could connect with on a more personal level rather than just more of just strictly business. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. So, passion yeah. Passion. Yeah, these passion projects yeah. have been, been important for a lot of people and I think is, is, is really yeah. smart to, you know, take a step back and start doing, you know, work that interests you and then can kind of figure out what that next road is. Right. No, I, I can't agree more. And I think especially given the, the amount of free time, I guess, that I have, it's, 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 it's more selfish if I didn't kind of do, you know, keep my time busy and kind of keep my brain from rotting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself and where you've worked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, born, my name's Kenneth. I've uh, been born, born and raised in California, been in the industry for about, you know, five years, five to six years now um you know got into strategy because i loved uh, pop culture i love music and everything that kind of fuels um you know our thoughts and how we connect with you know all sorts of media so i think that's what really got me into it um worked at shy day in the past uh that was kind of my first gig working on the account planning side of things on pepsi and also Southwest Airlines. Um, after that, moved on to more of a comms-focused role in for um, NBC Universal. So all of the, the the TV programs of all the new returning shows. And then after that, uh, moved on to the many. Uh, very fortunate to have that position there. Kind of help grow the team there and really really focus on more of. Um, more on the future of kind of how strategy is being. So it's it's more of combined role of like innovations planning of you know comms planning creative planning onto one um and i kind of see that kind of being the the future of strategy as well 
Yeah, really interesting kind of hybrid. What clients did you work on at the many? Uh, so it was a variety of clients that I worked with across a lot of different verticals. I think my bread and butter, a lot of what I worked on was um, Sambazon, which is a consumer packaged goods brand, um, Quest Nutrition, uh, Monster Energy, and then um, a few smaller projects working with um, Oxygen, which is a fortified water, and, you know, the small company, Google, <laughs> also kind of had some, some experience there. <laughs> Did Oxygen, I just saw, did Steph Curry launch that a few days ago? Uh, I, I haven't been keeping up with it, honestly, but I, I think, yeah, there was definitely a sports edge last that I heard, so I wouldn't be surprised if, that was, if, yeah, that's, I, if that's what they kind of led with. Yeah, I think I just saw that a few days ago, like a self, you know, direct spot from Steph in his, in his house. Um, nice, what would you say? Yeah, you yeah. actually, it's, it's ringing a lot. Not go for it. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, what are you looking for in your next role? I think for my next role, I, I mean, like I mentioned, I what I loved about my last role was kind of combining all these different um, philosophies of strategy. It's not not just this one path of just creative strategy lives in one bucket and calm strategy calm strategy lives in bucket and media, etc. It's it's kind of this blended role. So I feel like. In my next role, at least, to kind of combine those skill sets and to understand, you know, strategy in a more in a more complex level rather than just you know strictly being just bucketed into to separate entities. I, I kind of want a role that you know, with with a client, is willing to 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 listen to to kind of pushing beyond what they're familiar with and understand that you know there's there's um, limitless potential everywhere with how we act, especially how fast things are kind of moving. Also, yeah, I think that's really important these days, especially when the clients reach out to agencies. They're looking for more than just, oh, you're a brand strategist, just do that, or comm strategist, just do that. They're looking for a lot more, you know, thinking on that. Yeah, and it's weird because I remember when I was applying for jobs prior to the many, it was a lot of just like, you know, strictly. You need this much um, experience in brand strategy before even applying. But now, like looking at the the postings, it's like okay, you'll you'll have to know how to do a paid, and then you'll have to you'll know how to you'll have to know how to do a paid execution versus an organic execution. You have to know audiences, etc. So it's it's really I'm starting to see things evolve, and it's becoming more common. And I would like to think that I'm ahead of the curve in terms of diversifying my my skill set in that way. Yeah, that's great. Always smart to be you know a few steps ahead, and then hopefully helps you in, in the next gig, whatever that is. Yeah, I, I'd like to say that I, I, I did that, but I think it was just how my experience kind of came out. I'm just fortunate that it's that it worked out for me in the end. Hey, gotta gotta be a little bit lucky to make it in this industry. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, uh, oh, for, take it. for sure. What would you say yeah. are some of your better qualities? Um, I think I I am just a very much, I love to talk. I love to just connect with people. I think I'm very empathetic in that way. Um, I love collaborating. And by collaboration, I mean like collaborating and not just delegating work. I, I love to just kind of hear people's POVs. I'm someone who, who really understands <clears throat> that, you know, we all come from different backgrounds and we have different reactions and different sort of, um, um, you know, likes and dislikes. So I think for me, especially as a strategist, it's important to kind of have that listening ear and to always kind of be aware of what is going around so that you're able to synthesize that um, that information in a, in a more holistic way. 
I think that's something that I, I, I to me, a, a quality that I don't see enough of. Um, definitely had, you know, there's definitely great people out there, but I think it's just with the industry, it's, it's hard to, to kind of always upkeep that. And I'm definitely someone who always is jazzed about whatever it is. It's just, I just love learning. I think that's what's part of it. Um, and then I think another quality of mine is just really, you know, I just, I, I'm just, I guess I kind of mentioned it, I just always kind of gung-ho about whatever the project is. I think for me, it's just, I love the problem-solving aspect of it, regardless of whether or not it's been done a thousand times before. I'm always kind of looking for new ways to kind of approach a problem, a new way to understand how this pro why this problem still exists and in what ways can it change. So I think that for me is what kind of keeps me going and kind of keeps coming back to this industry. Yeah, I think that's a really good attitude one to, you know, get excited and tackle every brief and problem like it's a new one, but also yeah. understanding that, you know, everyone has a different point of view. Everyone, like you mentioned, was raised differently, brought up differently. And in this yeah. industry, all that thinking is, is really valued. I think in some yes. industries, you know, they're, they're set in their own way, but here, if you think differently, you know, you'll kind of rise to the top. So I think understanding that as a strategist mm -hmm. and being, you know, open to hearing all these different, you know, stories while crafting insights is really important. Yeah. And I think especially now too, when you look at it, I mean, just kind of the reckoning that's kind of happening within just not just the advertising industry, but kind of just the world at large. I think it's it's more important now than ever to have those kind of different perspectives and kind of put them in the forefront. I think it's it's long overdue. We've, we've always kind of been saying that we're doing it in practice, but never kind of kept it up. And I'm kind of hopeful that that this is this is being pushed forward. And I hope the talent, you know, kind of coming in and kind of moving forward recognizes that and, and can kind of push that, I think is really important. Yeah, totally agree. I, I know the industry has said it for a while, but you know, like you mentioned, hopefully now we, we kind of follow through on it. And I know yeah. you mentioned, you know, you like collaborating more than kind of delegating work. Are you the kind of strategist who, or, you know, planner who will go after the brief and talk to the creative or you kind of like, I know there are a lot of planners and strategists who give the briefing and then you don't hear about them till the end. But I know there are a lot who will, you know, after the brief, stop by your desk, we'll check in every few days, make sure, you know, you don't have any questions. Where would you say you are in that? Yeah, I, th I mean, like, it, it, I think it just depends on the brief too, how kind of in depth it goes. I'm definitely more of the latter of what you mentioned, where I'm kind of just saying my door is always open. I, I mean, I, I, I give more trust to the creatives or the teams that are kind of that are tasked at this position. I mean, they're there for a reason. I'd, I'd kind of want them to do their job. But at the same time, I'm there to to kind of be the, the, the outsider's perspective with a, you know, just a, you know, a little voice from the client, letting them know that like, okay, maybe this is, we're kind of going too far from the brief or what the KPIs are asking for. But I, I, I'm, I'm definitely more, try not to micromanage as much, even if it's not micromanaging, but in, in the sense, I, I, I try to give them their space because I know that's their, that's their kind of job and that's what they're good at, 100%. And, you know, I, I have my, and I have my expertise that I can hopefully help <laughs> yeah totally and there's a, a, a fine line and, and boundary for sure so i think it's yeah. tough sometimes to to tread but i think yeah, it is important to know not to annoy anyone but also you know having them know you're always there to answer whatever questions yeah and then hey if like if they want to bother me that's that's fine if they if they want my opinion i'll give it to them it's just um it just depends on again it just depend, it depends on the person depends on the brief there's a lot of things that kind of come into play when 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 approaching that. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. What would you say agencies would be getting if they, you know, reached out and hired you? 
I think a lot of um, I I I've, I've been told that I've been I'm pretty energetic. I I just love to kind of dig into briefs. I have a lot of questions, so I. And, and, you know, I just, I love talking to people. I love getting to know people if, if I can talk people's ear off for days. So, you know, that they'll get a lot of that too. But I think in, in general too, I, I just come from, I have a, I feel that I have a unique perspective in, in kind of figuring out like problem solving in that sense. I, I, I think um, how, I've, how I've grown up, um, you know, my interests, um, I just love to get myself, I love to learn about things. So I, I just answer a lot of questions and I think it, they'll, they'll get a lot in, in the best way possible if they hire me. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Where would you say, you know, as a strategist planner, you know, you do a ton of research, dig for all those insights, mm -hmm. where, you know, what tools or resources do you do to, to find those, you know, insights, do your research, and then where do you go to maybe keep up to date on all this pop culture and, you know, whatever else is out there? Yeah, so I mean, I, I go through a variety of sources. Um, definitely like to keep up with my readings. I still read the newspaper, if you can believe it or not, or try to every every morning. Um, I, you know, I've subscribed to like Reddit, Twitter, all the social media networks. I, I, I just follow, you know, to a T what's kind of going on, what's kind of being popular. And if I'm not familiar with something, kind of learn about those things. Um, in terms of like hard research tools, I love using, you know, um, MRI, Kantar, um, Canvasate, YouGov, all of these tools really help me kind of uncover those insights beyond the surface level. So I think those, at least from a start, that those are kind of my first go-to resources, I think. Yeah, those are great. And I think always important, whether it's a, a planner or a creative, an account person, you know, whatever it is in this industry, to just always be staying up to date on pop culture, on current events, yeah. on what's out there. I think that's really important. So Glad you're, you know, constantly doing that and still reading physical newspaper or digital newspaper. Uh, it, it had, it been, it was physical newspaper for a while, just because my, I, like I said, I'm at my parents' house and they still kind of have it coming in. But recently, I've been waking up pretty late, so I just pull up whatever newspaper or whatever news source comes up on my phone. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, physical newspaper, if you can believe it or not. Yeah, um, I love it. One of the the few who are yeah. yeah. But like I said, I'm my parents too, and they still get the newspaper. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. From the physical yeah. Source. I'm not one data source that's kind of uh, like different from the rest in terms of my age bracket, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I think, you know, it's there for a reason. And every, you know, all the news is kind of put on, you know, these few sheets of paper. So it makes sense to, to go and have it. What is your obsession with the Great British Bake Off? I saw that on your, on your link. <laughs> I had to ask. Yeah, I mean, like, I have a, I, I figured this out fairly later in life, but I have a weird obsession with just, um, just British TV. I think the tone is just what really gets to me. And for some reason, I think I was just, when I get obsessed with the show, I go all in. Um, two years ago, it was a great British Bake Off. I think I saw one episode and then I binged all 12 series <laughs> in a matter of like a month. And this was like, this was at the point where three of them weren't even available in the U.S., so I had to kind of dig in to find the other three. Um, but yeah, I think uh, for me, it was just the the low stakes sort of um, competition and everybody just being nice to each other and the fact that they're just making baked goods. These are home chefs that are making these damn good quality baked goods that really got to me, and I think that's what really kind of resonated with me. Um, currently, it's it's been a lot of um, The Circle, 
it's another British reality TV series that I've, I've been kind of binging a lot of, and they have different iterances of across the world. So I've been binging that a lot. And so, yeah, so if I, if I get stuck on something, I just go full, full force, full speed, but I love the great British bake off. I will revisit that any chance I get. <laughs> I love that. Maybe I'll check yeah. out circles. And now the, you know, the last question for me is if there's any dream client or agency you want to give a little shout out to. Um, yeah, I was kind of thinking about this, you know, there's, a, uh, I just, there's a lot, I have a lot of respect for brands out there and kind of what they're, what they're putting out, um, especially during the pandemic and kind of how they're pivoting. Um, no brand in particular, although, I mean, Nike, of course, is a great brand that I would love to work for just cause I love their product. Um, always have loved their product. Um, you know, I've worked in Pepsi in the past and I, I think they were great clients. They were, they were, they were awesome. I think they're putting some really great stuff out there. Um, as well as like Doritos, I think they're putting some pretty interesting stuff out there in the world. But, um, in terms of a dream client, I would love a client that, that would, you know, kind of give us, the you know kind of give us the creative give us the 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 you know let us kind of do our thing i think would be a great client i i can't ask more for that you know um that's that to me is a is a dream client yeah agreed for sure i mean that's it thanks thanks so much for putting yourself out there and doing something yeah like thank you for doing this this is this has been awesome thanks for chatting yeah of course what's the best way for people to get in touch with you um, um, through LinkedIn, I guess, uh, just, just backslash Kenneth Walfred. That's my middle name. Um, and other channel, uh, th those are, um, if they want to catch me on Instagram or anything like that, it's, it's always just Kenneth Walfred. Try to keep it as, um, uniform as possible. So that's, that's, I guess that's the easiest way to catch me. Easy. You know, good luck. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And that's a wrap for the 38th episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out theavaillist.com for, you know, a large list of people who are ready to get back out there. And you can now check out all these episodes on Spotify and Apple Music under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot.